0: hi guys welcome back to party Mum plus one this is Crystal. How are we doing? Did anyone get Did anyone get caught in that crazy snow today? It was 20 degrees a few days ago, and today it was snowing. Mental. England is nuts. Thanks, global warming. Anyway, uh, I hope you enjoyed part one with Justin Pearson. This is part two. Uh, Give it a go. So I asked people if they wanted to ask you anything. You'll never guess what the number one thing was.
1: Jerry Springer.
0: Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, you're like, you can tell by your face, you're just like,
1: no. That's always the one, yeah.
0: I know. Did you make, did, I don't know if I remember this rightly, but didn't you make like a statement about it fairly recently where you're just like, okay, I'm over it. I'm not going to talk about this anymore.
1: Yeah, well, they did, the, Vice did a, an article on it and it was <clears throat> it was fun and fine to do it because, it, you know, like they they brought, you know, they asked Scott Bybee and Alicia Edwards like who were on it. They asked them yeah, questions. Yeah. So it was kind of cool and like, I like the, the person that did the, that was doing the piece and stuff. She's, mm-hmm. she's really cool. But like, you know, for the most part, like even like two nights ago, someone messaged me on Facebook and they're like, was that real? And I'm like, Oh my God, really? Like for one, like if you think it was real, like why are you communicating with someone that's like a total dick? You know, like, <laughs> then, I'm just then... going
0: to continue to troll you if
1: you thought yeah. that was real. <laughs> so it was like, I you know yeah i'm like god i just want to let it go i mean it was i guess it was like a cool achievement i mean also too like it's crazy like playing a show and then there'll be like some someone in the crowd like chanting jerry you know and you're like oh really god, like, Bill?
0: and it was what tw- how long ago was it Two th- that- that-
1: this was like i don't even know what year it was a long time ago i mean <laughs> it was like before it was like in the 90s i think late 90s yeah
0: when jerry uh- was still telling
1: yeah. It's, I'm glad it happened. I'm, I'm grateful for it. It's cool. I think it could have been better, you know, like, uh, but whatever. It's like, let's move on. Like a lot of yeah, other good. shit happened. We're in a pandemic. a lot of
0: other things since I was on paper <laughs> 20
1: minutes. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> and did you, have you done some like kind of haunted house thing? Go yeah,
1: to- that, that was like, I mean, nothing will live up to the, the Springer thing, but you know, we tried to do that and it would it, it, 'Cause I didn't know about like that. my
0: friend's like were super into like ghost hunting like legit. Yeah. And was like It was ask, fake too. Right. She was like, yeah. Ask yeah. about the ghost stuff. Yeah.
1: I mean our goal was to talk about we are like we were like, let's do it and talk about ghost farts. And then and then they it edited out every time. Like when they aired, we were like, motherfucker, was
0: this, so was this an already existing excuse my ignorance I don't know anything about this. So it was, was it, like an already existing show and you went yeah. on it with like the guest to help them. So, yeah
1: like yeah like they'll they already existed like history channel too which is like supposedly like uh you know legitimate it's not like yeah
0: and then so shady. they're going on with like the infrared cameras or whatever but it's all fucking green
1: yeah but it but it was just us telling a story and then like b-roll you know so like right there was no infrared. there was like no it wasn't like we were on the hunt they were just like oh this <laughs> happened you know and it was like oh. total bullshit you know like, yeah oh yeah we did this thing and you know, I said, I lost all my hair and, like, you know, like, <laughs> so, I <like>, so scared. <laughs> it, you know, it was, like, the goal was to, like, talk about ghost farts and then also to, like, plug a, a band, you know, and so, like, there was, like, a, a little bit of all leather footage from a video on there. Okay. We like, okay, whatever, like, that happened. It didn't, like, help sales or anything, you know, I mean, it's <laughs> just one of those things. There's another but, thing, I, the vault. Yeah, it, to be honest, it's, like, <laughs> I'll pretty much do anything. You know, like if <laughs> someone's like, hey, you want to go on this TV show? I'll be like, yes. What is <laughs> it?
0: <laughs> so, is that, do you think you've just got this kind of like want or need to be like, just be provocative all the time? Or like if you could do something that's like, not even maybe provocative is the wrong word, but like if you could, like you said a few times, you're like, you, you're the one person that's going to like wind people up. Like if you can do something where <laughs> you kind of, make fun of you know it's kind of like satire in a way
1: part of it I mean it's like it's like I wish I was Andy Kaufman or something you know I mean which like was like a huge you know he Andy Kaufman's like a huge inspiration like my whole entire life like just obsessing over what the hell he was 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 as a Uh child was something that I think carried on but to me I think like you know, like before I went on Springer or before before I went and did the ghost hunting or the ghost stories, like it's like, hey, you want to do this? And I think to myself, I don't know what it is. Right. Yeah, I do, because it could be like the coolest shit ever. Like, I don't really know like what the what it would become, you know? Uh So like, let's say I'm like, oh, no, I don't want to do that. I don't understand it. And then I just fucking pissed away like a a rad chance to do something like that could have been totally crazy. So I just think I mean with the springer thing it was like at the time it was like that was like the thing to try to do because a lot of people were doing a lot of our friends were like doing it you know Even before us, like, like that
0: was like peak tv weird mm-hmm. TV time as well like yeah. that that wouldn't fly now because it wouldn't work now because people don't watch tv like they used to no people could just I mean, make a fucking dumb video and put it on youtube
1: or wherever that, yeah so it's quite not it's not quite as good you know but like that thing is like i mean i was like before the you know springer thing i remember there's that Born It song where he calls into Donahue and he's on Donahue and I'm, and I'm, and I'm thinking, fuck, oh, that was so cool. And I, you know, I, I grew up watching Donahue and so I was like, oh, that's really, really cool. I, I, Just where, you know,
0: people from the UK, what, can you tell me what Donahue is? A little
1: bit. I mean, it's like, well, it's like, you know, a mature a mature version of, of like Geraldo Rivera, you know, I don't know. I'm not, I, you know, I don't know, like, it's like a talk show. It's like Oprah, yeah. you know, or something. So like, yeah, you know, and and so, so Sammy Peters calls up and I mean, the Born Against song is great. And, you know, it's just a, it's just a sample of him, like talking about like having like this weird open relationship and like Satanism Mm. and and porn and stuff, you know, and it's, and then he talks about, and then he says Born Against, and then they like cut the, cut the line. You're like, like, the prank happened. So, I mean, you know, like, I think that that was like kind of my, the goal, like, let's just do a thing. It'll be funny. And we'll, and we didn't know what the outcome would be or like the benefit or, you just, we were just like, let's just do this. And also too, like whenever that was, you know, we're in our minds, we're thinking, Oh, we'll go to Chicago for free and like get to stay in a free nice hotel. And yeah, exactly.
0: If nothing else, we'll laugh. We'll have a little holiday every day or two.
1: Yeah. But then going into it, you know, it was, it was like, it was, it was pretty crazy. I I thought, you know, I got threatened quite a bit and like uh, on the show, like, like by security and and then they said they were gonna fine us like ten thousand dollars each if we were lying and so like it wasn't all fun and rad i was like oh, fuck. Like, oh my god bad but then you know like the, the then there's like the ghost story one where they're right up front they're just like hey we'll pay you you know come to los angeles and, and do that and i'm like oh yeah I'll go, I'll go to do that so you just and then, you
0: just see things more as an opportunity an opportunist maybe rather than anything else there's no real agenda there it's just like this presents itself That might be fun. Let's go do it.
1: Yeah, but maybe like the term "opportunist" sounds.
0: No, that sounds that sounds negative. I didn't mean it in like because I suggest taking stuff off somebody.
1: No, but it it is. It's not an opportunist, but it's. I think maybe like if an opportunity, like I I guess I'm just. I'm open to, um, working with what is in within reach. You know, like you know, it's 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 kind of like. How everybody would always talk shit about the locust merch, and it's like we don't really care that much. It's just this thing presented itself, and we went ahead and like rolled with it, and like got because we don't have money, we're broke. So then we what, got
0: like what kind of thing do they complain about merch?
1: The, you know the coke mirrors that like everybody like had a thing, and it's like dude, those were we got like a thousand of those vanity mirrors for for free, and we yeah. just paid to put stickers on them we did and like and then and we sold them and then we We didn't pack them full of drugs and send them to kids (laughs) yeah there was no drugs that's too expensive so we were just like ah, you know like we'll just sell these on tour and and you know like back then too it was like oh cool we can actually go out to dinner or or we can actually stay in a hotel and not sleep on someone's floor tonight you Uh know and it was like it's just those kind of things so 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 you know something presents itself and you're and you're like yeah, I'll try that. Like, I mean, there was a little bit of shit talking with, with me on the Jerry Springer show because I was wearing a Locust shirt. But then I was, in my mind, I mean, yeah, that seems like opportunist. But then I was thinking, like, That would have done the exact same thing. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I kind of wish I didn't do it. But at the time, everybody was like, you got to wear your, you know, the Locust shirt. Like, even, the, you know, everyone Locust like, wear the Locust shirt. And they, they said you can't have like logos or names or whatever.
0: Or so, brands or whatever, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. So so and they were like dress punk, you know. And so uh I, I don't know. <laughs> I was just like, I'll wear a Locust shirt, I guess. I, I could have worn something better, but it, the thing is like I probably would have worn something that was offensive, and then it would have been a, then it would have been, been, been an
0: effect. issue with that because they say you can't wear it or they'd have to fucking blur it out or something. Yeah, yeah. so
1: there's that, but but you know, I mean if someone presents uh, uh something to me that's that's interesting or oh. weird, I, I think I'm open to trying it.
0: Yeah. to so go back to what you were saying about the locust before mm-hmm. you said when you like practice now like because locust is maybe materials maybe like you have to be more meticulous with it or it's maybe more complex or whatever and you said you you kind of tweak it so it's more I think did you say more tolerable for you now is that because you've played it so much did, did you say tolerable Is that the yeah, yeah 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 because <clears throat> bored of it and like you're trying to like play around with it more so it's interesting again or is it like you don't like something about it and you want to change it or
1: well yeah i mean i think when it happened earlier locus like okay like locus stuff off of like the self-titled seven inch i mean people like to hear that and yeah. and 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 we we understand that mm-hmm. and you know it's okay like when we wrote it and recorded we liked it but then then like 20 years happened and like, <laughs> like, oh and like the world changed and we changed and we're like oh, i don't know if i want to play that Let's yeah. see what we can do to kind of appease the audience, but also to make really what it comes down to is like, are we comfortable and, and happy playing this yeah, yeah. music? And it, and it, so like, you know, everybody can kind of, where you, you can kind of like reframe a, a, a structure of a song to yeah. some extent, and it still seems like the song, instead of just being like, fuck it, like new yeah, it's song. Yeah, still, you still got
0: the familiarity of like the, the original, yeah.
1: Yeah, and also too, like I'm. A, I think all of us in the Locust are a fan of like going like, okay, let's let's bring this song back, or like let's let's play this song and make it like way more of a ripper. Like let's yeah. make this super fucking good. Uh, yeah. yeah, and then and then I think then I think it's interesting for the audience too. Instead of like, oh yeah, here's that song that I like. You're like, whoa, what the fuck was that? Like how'd that happen, or what? Yeah, yeah. Why was it different, or like something happened, and that's cool. It's cooler than just you know when you you know you you see like. Footage of the Rolling Stones and they're always playing, you know, like uh, Satisfaction. <laughs> you know, you're like, how many times are you gonna play that song? Make it, add a, add a double kick to it. You know, I don't know. Like, yeah. do like add something add arrangement a, or something to something, like, yeah. yeah. We don't want to play like the casinos. Jesus Christ! But then as but we, we do see that though. Like, you yeah. know, when you see you see bands like coming back and doing like these nostalgic. Ah, they're gonna play this album in its entirety. You know, and you're yeah. like. Ugh. It's one step away from the casino. <laughs> of the
0: frames and fucking smoke and yeah. <laughs> buffet dinners.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've ever been to like a tour or a show where it's one record back to back. I don't know. I don't know if that appeals to me that much.
1: Really. I know. It's weird. I mean, I think Melvin's did it with Houdini, and I and that's the only time I've really seen that. But, but I know that, a lot of see. i
0: would <laughs> take that back. Yeah, not so much.
1: No, I don't know if I. I don't know. I uh-huh. like that record a lot. Yeah, right, but I do. But I, I don't know. Like, I, I, I guess, like coming from like, performer's perspective, I don't know if I. Like, I feel bad for them. No, I don't feel bad for them. <laughs> I just feel I feel weird because if I was if I was them, and you're like, fuck, we've been reduced to that record, or like, right? I yeah. don't know. I just think it's like, there's no way you're gonna get the locust only playing plague soundscapes. Not, I mean, it's only 20 minutes, so then it it's like you have to play it three times. <laughs> but like it seems we like i don't want to play a whole album i don't want to play like you know not that there's throwaway tracks but there's like there's tracks that are like throwaway tracks you're just like yeah i don't want to play that fucking song we don't need to see
0: that live necessarily
1: no yeah
0: maybe don't want to either
1: yeah I just think it should be I think everything should constantly be reinvented and then and yeah. then it'll be fresh and new and will and hopefully progress because I think when people do that kind of stuff I mean to bring it full circle that's why like we have you know that's why we're talking about like little Nas X like it it's weird and, and innovative and different and like that's that we need that like otherwise yeah, if you just keep
0: like, doing whatever genre it is it doesn't really matter
1: yeah and, just... and I think I think it, it's just I just look for I hope and 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 appreciate progression. Yeah, in some and everything, you know.
0: Yeah, because that it's a bit like what we said before about people want to put stuff in a box. But I've never because like you were saying, like a lot of metal dudes, women, whatever, just like metal. They'll-
1: I wonder though, like the dudes thing is interesting when it comes to metal because I think I think women and, and the in metal are just as just as rude, you know. Like, yeah. <laughs> They're just, they're just as fucking uptight and like stuck on like just the one thing. Uh-huh. Like Dead Cross, when we first started, we went on one of those metal cruises. Oh and yeah, I saw
0: that. What was it terrible.
1: called? Terrible. 7,000. Tons something, something. Of metal. Tons of metal. Yeah. And it was like, uh, I mean, I had, I had a good time, but like.
0: Yeah. Cruise ship. <laughs> <laughs> Full of the worst people ever. You can't even go for a walk
1: yeah and so the thing that was really strange though because i think it was no one no one cared about us at all and right. it was crazy because they all they didn't give a fuck about our band they just wanted dave to play right. on like the all-star like uh, cover the cover thing where they did like pantera and shit you know
0: okay who else was on there do you remember who else was on there? the
1: cradle. cradle of filth uh i don't know <laughs> i don't know I <laughs> yeah, love fella, fella not so much killer. like Dragon Force right is that that band Dragon Force I don't know I don't remember who was on there like it was just weird Raven it was just like I just kind of I just couldn't like fully head right around it I was glad that I was being paid to be there <laughs> I'll just say that but the thing is like you know and it was crazy well the way I figured okay I realized like being there like okay these people don't like us and that's fine you know like yeah we have David Lombardo in our band
0: uh-huh.
1: but he's not it's not Slayer. And they didn't know who any of us were. You know, they didn't know. I mean, a couple of people knew who the Locust were. Right. Whatever. So like, um, it was, I wrote, I, I was, I did this piece for Noisy and it was about that tour or that, 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 that the cruise. cruise. Yeah. And so I wrote this article and it was, you know I, I kind of made fun of it and I and I made fun of like heavy metal but I didn't, I didn't say like, fuck these people or like, no. you know, it was nothing. but the comments were just brutal everyone was so mad at me and like going back to like the it wasn't just it was like there wasn't just dudes like there were women that were pissed but it was just you know it was like the irony it's like little things like oh. walking down the hallway of of the of the like the whole you know like the hotel part of the yeah the yeah first. yeah like on the, the floors with all the rooms yeah, and it. it's all <laughs> like it's all like floral and like you know chandelier and it's like and then right, there's and like
0: old and really chinzy and like pretty tacky yeah.
1: And yeah. but then they're you know but then like on the PA they're playing like you know Black Sabbath or or like Judas Priest you know? <laughs> and I like Black Sabbath and Judas Priest but it's just like you're like the irony of this seems so weird you and know
0: like like, position yeah it's yeah, like, um, like yeah you played I was just gonna say it's similar to um, do you remember um, oh my God ATP when it was at Butlins like yeah. the Holiday Park in Minehead. Yeah, that was great. I think that might have been the first. I don't know if I met. I remember meeting Gabe that weekend, but that was a similar. That was bloody hell. That must be ten years ago.
1: Those, and it, those were really awesome festivals. Yeah, some of my favorite times because it, I really liked it how the we, the bands were like, uh, you know, submerged with with the people though. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, that was
0: the thing. There's no like backstage. Well, there is a lot, but there's like dressing rooms. But there's no yeah segregation. That like, there is at like a big open air festival. And everyone yeah. stays in the little summer hut, summer house, you know, little chalets, I think they call it. Yeah. But it was funny because there was like just kids playing bo- yeah, bowling and then like Brent Hines just fucking smashed, chucking bowling balls everywhere. <laughs> and then like, you know, but it was still in like uh, the centre center piece of it. It was like this kind of weird big greenhouse type building with horrible like printed carpets like blue, you have it in there. Still got like all the menus on the wall for like the kiddie meals and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, like, the, <laughs> I think the swimming pool was still open and they had like the kids play area and stuff. So it was really funny because it was this kind of 80s, a bit naff, old fashioned holiday yeah. park in the South of England. <laughs> yeah. But with all these like, not even metalheads, but just like weirdos <laughs> that just took it over. I think the
1: Locust played two Okay, yeah, maybe the, three. The one I'm remembering, I think it might have been Mike Patton. Uh, those, I think, the fact that it was curated made it made it um, less critical. People were less critical. Yeah, They're Like, yeah. okay, I'm going here because this artist wants all of these things to happen. Uh-huh. It's not like you just show up there at a festival and you're like, "Fuck this," you know, or like, "Oh,
0: why are they playing?" Yeah. yeah,
1: like, I'm on a metal cruise. What the fuck is this Dave Lombardo shit? You know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I remember sitting in a little chalet thing i've got a video somewhere i'll have to try and find Mm. it and gabe talking to bran about i don't know if they had a a band that was all made of cats that sounds
1: that sounds probably right like
0: the conversation they would have they were like meowing i don't know some something stupid (laughs) all the people well not all the people asked but people mostly were just asking about springer obviously yeah well, then another good one was obviously you've collaborated well you are a collaborative artist essentially because you work with a hundred different people all the time and you've done movies you did something with cool Keith and like obviously mm. gas yeah yeah like all over if you could like collaborate with anyone is there someone that you would you really want to work with in kind of dream scenario yeah
1: yeah I mean there's always like you mean music like musically there's always like
0: oh how yeah however
1: there's always drummers that i really 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 want to play with but as far as like this is really funny because i would love to do something with john reese who lives you know like two Don't. miles from me yeah. you know yeah <laughs> but, you just have
0: to uh, be some like pie in the sky like person it could be your mate.
1: yeah i mean i would like to do something with him uh-huh. but the, things always come up you know and and i'm like oh yeah we should that'd be great i mean it'd be nice there's so many artists that i would like to work with i really um I would really like Mia a lot. I would love to work with her on something, but I think it'd be cool, like if we could, if I could, you know. I mean, obviously, she has Diplo making her music or whatever. I don't know whoever make makes her music now, but like it'd be cool to like say like, "Hey, can can the Locust collaborate with you, you know, or something?" And like make it cool, like like a weirdo band. I don't the know. The vision like, um, yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, there's always there's always things that come up. I, I, there's all these artists that I really, really like and appreciate mm-hmm. and respect. But then I think like, well, I don't know if that, that would be kind of weird if we did something or might, yeah. might not be good, you know, because that's happened in the past too. It's exactly. like, Oh, we did this thing and it sucked. Let's yeah. not.
0: Is there anything you're listening to at the moment that you're like really hooked on or that you've, that you've discovered recently that you've like got really into?
1: Like it's not new or anything, but I got, um, I got, uh, I, it's funny. Cause um. Ben who plays with Chelsea Wolf and mm-hmm. I talk every now and then and and I, I put out this uh, I put out a cramps tribute and and we we put uh, yes. one well. their song is is on this compilation that came out in Germany so yes. they sent me a couple copies and I was, I was like hey I'm, uh, I'm gonna send you the copies of the of the of the record you know mm-hmm. the, the compilation the the other compilation that their song is on yeah <clears throat> do you want 31g stuff so I sent him a whole bunch of stuff they're really excited and so he's he was like i'll just you know i'll send you some vinyl and like literally did like send sent me like 10 chelsea wolf related albums that he's on okay. and, stuff. and i was like holy shit you know and it, so there's like a bunch of that and then and then um just but also too like i've been dealing with like releasing new stuff for 3-1-g so like the new paper yeah. mice record the new silent record mm-hmm. both of those which aren't even out yet but like so th- those are the things that i've been hearing a lot because most of my day is us- usually like working on those releases, you know? So like, if I'm not doing work stuff and I'm in like, I'm driving around, I'm like, I'm only going to listen to talk radio. I just don't want to think musical stuff right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. You need like a little right. break from it. Kind of. Um, and then I recently um, bought the soundtrack to that movie, Suburbia. I don't, I don't yeah. know if you saw that, um, yeah. which is funny. Cause I had, I owned it when I was a, when I was a, a kid, a little kid when it came out. Yeah, and and was obsessed with the film. So I wanted to, I, so I, I bought the, the vinyl um, to kind mm-hmm. of be nostalgic for a minute, but I also wanted to just reflect on it and think about like, man, that movie was like super racist, like totally homophobic. Like it was really kind of fucked up for like punk rock, you know, so. Yeah. Um,
0: it's funny, there's a lot of stuff from your childhood or your teens and stuff that people love, even like massive like cult stuff. And if you watch it now, you're like, ooh.
1: not that it's justifiable, but it made sense. It was like, oh, in the 80s, yeah, like, you know, you, like, homophobia was, like, kind of normal, was, like, normal, unfortunately, you know, like, or, or like, you know, like, white, like, white punks, like, making a joke about a black cop, you know, Mm -hmm. like, that, that, that's not acceptable, obviously, but in the 80s, you're, like, I understand it in in that, in that time frame, like, why that was part of it, but then I, but then I think, like, about that's a, that movie is a really good example because I wonder like, you know, the person that wrote the film, like why did they why did they have those aspects in there? Because, you know, these punks were like going against society and, the, and yeah. they, like, I get it. Like they hated all these things, but like, why do they have to make the one character homophobic? And why did they have to make the one character racist? Yeah. Why couldn't they just been like fighting against society as like a general thing, you know? Yeah, 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 But then you think like, I mean, in the 80s, like it's the- like you watch like, you watch like, um, those interviews in, in um, Decl- decline of Western civilization. There's like the one punk, and he like he like says some fucking bullshit. Like he says some bullshit. Like thing he says something super fucked up, and you're like, dude, why would they keep that in there? Like it's not doing anybody any good. Oh, did anyone that. any favors? Yeah, yeah. Like anyhow, that was my. So I I just been like, no, it's fine. This is this is
0: the best way. I think let's have a chat and let it go. <laughs> it I have no real agenda here. I'm just trying yeah. to. Have a chat with you. Like I'm sure people will love to hear all this stuff anyway. And me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Do you listen to podcasts much?
1: Uh depends on how much time I have. You know, like if I'm gonna go on like a long journey somewhere, like if I go to Los Angeles, a lot of times I will. Yeah. Because it's you know, it's like a two and a half yeah, you want
0: to see it like to the end to end three
1: hour drive. So I'm like, oh that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my problem is like picking up and then and like it's like when you it's like when you like watch a show and you're like, fuck, I need to just been watch this, you know, and like that sucks. I don't want to do that either. So like yeah. I feel like if I did that with podcasts, I'd be like, uh, you know, I'll arrive to my destination and like be sitting outside for 45 more minutes, you know. Right. But it just seems yeah, so, yeah, like yeah. Weird. I mean, everybody has one, even like the Britney Spears one, you know, like the Yeah, the Britney, people, like, yeah,
0: but, yeah did the you watch the, um documentary yeah
1: but then you but then they mentioned the, the podcast i'm like yes yeah, wow, I, like, I don't know if i could listen podcast. to that could you imagine like listening to their like daily you know daily po- or, weekly
0: no, that, or I feel like it would be too much for me <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so you're in like 100 different bands we've established that is there do you feel like your role even if you're like still singing in all of them like your role or your, what's the power word for role? Like the sentiment or something is different in each one. Like, does each one give you a different experience or a different?
1: Yeah. Feel? Yeah. I mean, it, it, one, just like working with these few people or these few people, it uh-huh. feels different. Like, my, my yeah, sure. interaction with them is different, or like, you know, the, the, the overall expectation of what I might be able to bring to the table.
0: Just performances feel different band to band. Like yeah, when you, because when you got on stage, do you feel a different way with this than you do with this?
1: Yeah, the instrumentation makes it different, obviously, yeah. and then and the, the, the music. So it's a good example because, or a, good, a good question, because I think a lot of, like, what I struggled with, with Planet B is a good example, was mm-hmm. because it, the instrumentation was Luke with two MPCs and a live drummer, and that was it. And so it was, it, I felt, like, sort of... Um, it felt sort of like a- awkward on stage and so mm-hmm. i i said well a lot of our music has two or three drummers on the recordings so mm-hmm. we need to have two live drummers to make it feel at least fuller yeah, and bigger it, yeah and so the last show i played was was our first show with two drummers and it, and it made it a world of difference like it i just didn't feel like it's insecure i guess like i felt like okay, okay like we're here as a band there's there's not just me and a dude pushing buttons and then our drummer mm-hmm. over here and I can't, you know, like, it felt like there was more- Like it energy. was empty a little bit before. Like something like yeah, yeah, but there wasn't like the energy, you know? And, and it, I felt, right. I feel weird like performing when there's like, you know, when there's the drummer sitting down playing and, and our drummer, at the, t- the first, our first drummer, Kevin, is very animated and he, he's cool mm-hmm. to watch and stuff. But then there's Luke who's just like, you know, standing there pushing buttons. And it's like, well, what do I do? Having like more of a force uh, and also like a, a visual thing happening. Made right. it better. Makes a difference so,
0: you. Yeah, I didn't I wouldn't have thought of it from that point of view. So yeah, it's interesting.
1: If you're if you're like, you know, in Dead Cross, like when we play, yeah. like everyone is so side excited, you know, like it doesn't matter, like there's energy is gonna happen. But yeah. when you're like opening for some band and the audience is like, you know, let's fucking get it over with, you know, you're <laughs> like, okay, well, like let's do this then. Like, let's was it like that gonna, on the cruise? They didn't give me a fuck. Like, <laughs> they did not give a fuck. It was terrible. And, that, and that's fine. You know? or, or there would be like this: the handful of people that would come there, and they they would just be watching day like nonstop. Like, right. like that's all. Like they don't care about anything else. And you have to find out. You have to find a healthy medium between like working harder and not and not and not overdoing it and being like,
0: look at me, I'm I'm, I'm the funny, funny. I'm the goofy guy, the weird bunny you never heard of. Yeah, but yeah. I feel like the, the big crowds and that kind of feedback. I feel like that's not your motivation. No, really. Oh. No, but it's not why
1: you're there. But then, in that, but in that like context, even like playing those, like playing a big festival, mm-hmm. it's like those are kind of like not painful, but they're not quite, they're not fun. Like playing a club right. show, you know. Yeah. So you know, a good example was like when when Dead Cross played whatever that festival in England was that we played. Yeah. I mean, it was fine and fun, but then we played the Underworld, you know, the next night. And like, yeah, that, that, was,
0: it, was, that it was That's out. the last time I saw you.
1: But that was the jam, like playing yeah. a real show, you know? Uh-huh. Not that the festival's not a real show, but like the energy was there. And that was, that was what, that was really important, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it just depends on the, on the, on the person, on the people that are in the, in the yeah. project and, and stuff. You know, in the US, like when we first started playing with, with mm-hmm. Patton, it's like, I just, you know, there's, he's a performer. I mean, he's a fucking, he's a performer. so like, as soon as the lights go on and the first notes, he's in the crowd and you're yeah, like oh right. fuck all right here we go like that that sets the that sets the tone like for the, yeah yeah you're like okay we're just gonna go for it like <laughs> we're not gonna fuck around like yeah he's 50 years old and but now we're like in the zone like okay he just Love staged him. up i can't he's just so- stand over here and be like Brr.
0: death is death haven i saw them with uh mono i think it was <clears throat> in like dc or something it was like going fucking nuts like giving it so many beans like and <laughs> The, the rest of the band just didn't seem that bothered. And it just yeah. so fucking weird as well. Yeah. So like, they weren't trying to match him at all, but he was like, trying his hardest to like rally, you know, rally people and it was just, it just like, it was so, ugh, like, a, like flopped, you know?
1: Yeah, that's a that's a really good observation because I feel like if you are a band, you have to match, everybody has to like, you have to sync up and be one, be one you know, like it that's just, important. It just looked like they didn't
0: care. And then if a band looks like they don't care what they're doing, then what, why the fuck are they there? Like, you're not going to be interested either. Well, I'm not, personally. Like,
1: Well, I get it. Like, I've played shows where, like, we were specifically, like, fuck these people. Let's oh, not yeah, move. I'm like, sure. Like, let's I, don't move or whatever yeah. and, like, not everybody, care.
0: Everybody has, like, off days, especially if you're touring. Not every single show is going to be the same or be perfect or maybe I just don't feel like jumping around today. <laughs> Have you got... This is... the silly question maybe have you got like a favorite record that you've made um, do you have like a favorite i know that's probably an impossible question or um, do you have one that you're more fond of for any particular reason
1: some that i like, think um don't like like it, like a record will come out and then and then and then time will go by and you're kind of like ugh, you know and that's and that ugh is like the thing that you want to avoid so there's some where i'm like huh like, I don't really feel, uh, you know, I feel like that, like, I guess it like stands the test of time. Locust New Erections would be one, or mm-hmm. Some Girls Having Pregnant Teens, I think, would also be one.
0: Yeah. Would you um, say that the, the what you're the most proud of?
1: Yeah. Also, too, I feel like maybe sometimes when you, when you, when you are working on a project or an album, Mm -hmm. there's a lot to it. Like I'm done with the record. I want to be able to go like, Hey, that's a flawless record. Or like, ah, I think we fucked up on this thing, but Oh, well, you know, or like we could have did, did this better. Uh I think, and like, not to talk shit about Dead Cross, but I think like Dead Cross would be a good example because we went into the studio with only half of a record written. And then (laughs) we had a different singer and then changed our singer halfway through writing the record, you know? And so you're Mm -hmm. like, it's it's strange so then now i'm now i'm curious to hear the second record when it's Mm -hmm. done to go like oh that makes sense because we went into it like with expectations and knowing like what to do and and not that like not that the locust or some girls didn't know before what we were doing but the locust is a good example i think like when we did say plague soundscapes we did Mm -hmm. plague soundscapes and i think it's a a good a really good record i don't i think it's like a flawless record but then we went and did safety second body last and kind of experimented with these long weird things and like yeah. kind of changed and then by the time we did new erections we were like taking the, what we learned from those and going like okay we're, we figured out we figured out our craft and, yeah, all, and yeah. to the critics like a lot of people but be like in you know,
0: how to do it but uh, yeah
1: but also like but 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 also like finding out where our strong points are as a band because right. a lot of people won't say that's like that's not the locust best record, but to me, I think new erections is, and maybe because it was like the last thing we recorded the most recent thing or or it's because like um you know we did grow and and mature in a in a sense um so I think that those are like important things to to think about yeah, for, is there, for me
0: is there someone that you think you've learned the most from in terms of like recording and getting a record down, or is it like a collective?
1: learning sure i think there's a constant you know i'm always learning like like it's one thing like with the with the band it's not quite as like noticeable because you're you're Mm. writing for months and months and months and then you're recording and you're touring and you don't really see the nuances but when you go and you record with a producer or an engineer they kind of come in and you're like oh shit like not that it's a bad thing but like it's it's sort of like a new force added to what are they what are they
0: going to do with this how are they going to apply or, or like that, someone else might not do the same.
1: Yeah, but or the the interesting thing is when a producer will tell you like, um, they'll 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 be like more a little bit more critical or say like right. like I've been singing this song this way for months and months and months, and you want me to do what like uh, <laughs> yeah. you know and so like those are, and I think I I try to approach things without an ego and without right you know, like I want to be humbled and I'd say okay I could do this better and I appreciate someone saying like try this. Oh pushing more, you a little bit, bit yeah. a little bit. I, I really would do welcome that. So, so like it was always uh, working with people like I remember like this guy, Chris Reichstraw with Retox, like he really, really like helped me like learn a, a few things about like vocal delivery and 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 just and just, I don't know the overall vibe or tone and and I took that. and you know, then working, obviously working with Alex Newport with the locust, we learned all kinds of weird shit. but yeah. really, like if I want to look at it in like this overall picture, the one person would be Ross Robinson. And it's kind of strange because um, the things that I would take away from him were not usually like musically, um, uh, like part of like the musical industry or like musical standard. It was like the things I took from him were like, um, s- sort of like spiritual or- or, or Yeah, more oral. like on a
0: personal level rather than what he was doing like with the project, yeah.
1: Yeah, so where he would come in and and, and, and force us to stand up and like, and like shove us while we're tracking, like play the song, you know, when you're playing and he's like pushing you, like, you know, you're like, how am I going to track this? If there's like a dude shoving me, he wants you to like, let go and like concentrate. He doesn't want you to have notes. And, and, you know, he would always yell at Dave, you know, when, when we were recording Dead cross stuff, like, are you looking at your fucking notes? Like no notes, because, and then when you fuck up, he thinks that that's beautiful because your fuck up is like your intuition and it's where it's taking you. And that's something you should, pay attention to so there was things like that that I thought were really interesting but then yeah. you know he would come in he would do these things where I'm sure he does it with every band because I recorded Headwind City stuff with him and then I also recorded um Dead Cross but he'll come in and before every song like like kind of get in your head you know like what is okay. this mean? what is what is this what is this doing for you what does this mean to you What are you think what are you thinking and like you start like getting um not unattached but you're unattached from like the, the physicality of playing the song and you're more okay. you're more in tune with like the core uh, or the right I don't know what you want to call it you know like the spiritual element the of this of it, thing of yeah the essence yeah. yeah and those are things that I I've never consciously was aware of or never had someone like sort of spell it out for you yeah like didn't point out
0: that part of it to you yeah yeah I mean it's one thing
1: recording or, or something and you're like and you're like feeling it, you know, and you're like, okay, like I this this song is coming together. It's making mm-hmm. me feel this thing. I'm but I'm concentrating on like the performance. Or like you just get fucked up right away and this dude's telling you to like like you know, like making you know your bandmate like cry, you know, not like in a mean no. way, but like no, but, no like, like what does this He's mean to you? And like you're that. sad and you're you know, you're angry or frustrated, and you and, you know, you're emotional and then you're like, All right, let's fucking record right now. And that's yeah. the thing yeah. is, I think I'm like, like holding Why? a mirror up
0: to you basically.
1: Yeah, and I think a lot of people don't—they're detached from that sort of
0: yeah side of things. And maybe with recording, especially because you're so like maybe preoccupied with being on the ball and playing everything perfectly and hitting every note and getting it tight that you maybe yeah. can—it can be easy to like forget about maybe that those
1: other aspects of it. Or if you—or if you're in the studio and you're paying money, you're just like, "We got like, it oh done. shit,
0: we're, a, we're on the clock here. Yeah, yeah. we gotta like just bash this out as good as we can and then." be done with it and you maybe don't have time or like the luxury of being involved with that whole other like side of it
1: yeah so that's it that's something that I learned and that was the that was probably the the craziest thing um Uh for sure for sure
0: because it took you
1: like by surprise by the sounds
0: of it as well not what you were well yeah
1: him. i mean it's funny because i read all these stories before we worked with him with was with headwind city and like <clears throat> you know i read how he made the guy from corn cry and he made robert smith throw his candles at him and you know all this shit you know so i was like oh if you guys want to use this guy he sounds like a dick but yeah let's use him <laughs> so so we were you know we recorded like it with them
0: been upsetting all these musicians for years
1: yeah but we you know we were we recording <laughs> them and we were kind of we were like oh this is this is super chill. This kind like, of really nice. He's yeah. On level. He's like really, really peaceful and like really kind. And then one time he comes barging in, this, you know, the live room and he like goes up to Gabe and he's like, what the, what are you doing? Like, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, here we go, dude. He's going to fuck with Gabe. And like, dude, he, yeah, you I don't, think. you know, and not that I wanted him to fuck with Gabe because I was like, kind of like, all right, dude, we're going, you're going to fuck with Gabe. You're going to fuck with me too. Like this you is- You were almost
0: like time. expecting it because of stuff you'd heard. You were waiting yeah. for the moment to kick off.
1: But it was so weird because he, he comes in, he's like, you know, he calls, he kind of like, he kind of like says it to Gabe, like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And I, and I Gabe you could see Gabe being like, whoa, dude, this guy's calling me out right now. This is fucking bullshit. And like, okay. So the thing is like the part's complicated as fuck on drums. And we just learned it like two days ago, you know? And so like Gabe's getting super frustrated and pissed. Right. And so Gabe's like, all of a sudden there's like this dude coming at him but yeah who are but, you what are you telling me this yeah. <laughs> but ross was like what the fuck are you doing like why are you tripping out just let it go like he was coming in from like another angle like right okay quit quit concentrating like quit thinking just, just go. go you know and and so i was like oh shit that motherfucker is like pulling like a jedi mind trick or something yeah he knows you know? what like, he's doing I'm yeah gonna- <laughs> and then and then so afterwards i was you know, later on i was like man i thought you would be a total dick and like i heard all these things that like you know you did this and you made the guy cry and this and that like uh-huh. why aren't you a dick to us and he's like he's like you guys are seasoned like you're hungry you know and you're like you're yeah. like seasoned musicians like you guys are just fucking you you know you're living it right now and he's so like he, he, I
0: was... he knew how far he could push you basically oh he thought yeah but but know,
1: yeah. they, what the push was different because like when he was pushing so he said you know when i was pushing the guy from corn it was because you know they were all like 21 year old meth addicts and they they weren't necessarily trying to like make the coolest record you know right, okay. or when he when he like pushed robert smith is because you know robert smith was never gonna write another boys no cry you know he was he right, was gonna yeah, right. he was kind of like pushing him to bring him back to that you know okay, like yeah, make yeah. like come back to where you created like beauty you know and so i think yeah, that yeah. that was that was what he said like you guys don't need that push you don't need that you know even though he gave Gabe a push it was a it was a different kind <laughs> it's a you know? different kind of approach yeah and if i would never have read those things i would never have thought he came in being hostile i would have been like well what's he asking gabe like this is interesting yeah, yeah. but instead i was like oh shit, here we go like time fucking fight, you know yeah.
0: well i've taken up two hours of your time Okay. Like that didn't feel like two hours at all. I hope it was yeah. <laughs> it didn't so, feel like like laborious for you or anything.
1: But, no, but I got a question for you. Did John yeah. come up with the name Party Mom? No, that was <laughs> it was Steve Brooks from Torch. Oh, okay. And floor. Yeah. So
0: we were we were in <laughs> we were in a festival called. Oh, what's it called, temples in Bristol and Torch were playing, but they played relatively early. They played like three, four o'clock in the afternoon. Uh-huh. The next day, they were flying out really early to Spain, I think, to play a festival. Uh-huh. So everyone was like, don't fucking leave where we're at. It was in the city. It wasn't like out in the sticks or anything because we need to like, get back to time out, you know, don't go crazy. Steve <laughs> starts getting pissed. And he has got chatting to two of my mates from Scotland like a party and uh Steve just lo and behold disappeared a few hours oh, later yeah yeah. and Andrew and, and John and that were like oh we don't we don't know where Steve, we don't know what Steve's gone. I was like I'll find him they're like no fucking leave him I'm like we go to Spain in the morning we can't just leave him yeah thing <laughs> like look, you know fucking herding cats constantly yeah may as well have been a fucking tour manager um, so my friend's like, oh, we're at, this, we're, we're at a whiskey bar or something, they say. So me and my other friend get in a taxi, go to his whiskey bar. This, this is all we know. It's a whiskey bar in this bit of town. It's like a Saturday night. It's packed. Not in there. I'm like, right, get in a taxi again, go to the next one. We find him and he's like, ah, <laughs> fucking <laughs> in each hand. i like just drinking straight whiskey with this Scottish guy. Love, Loving life, having the best time. But I'm like, dude, you have to leave the airport like <laughs> four hours or three hours or something.
1: Yeah.
0: We get him in a taxi. They, obviously, the airport's out of town. So me and my friend are like, right, can you please take him to his airport hotel? I'm like, Steve, how much money have you got? And he starts getting coins out of the back of his out of his pocket was throwing them in the front of the cab of the car. And I'm like, uh... he cared. I'm like, they're just ricocheting off everywhere. Bless him, this taxi driver did not kick off at all. I was like, I'm really sorry, he's American. Um, Hello. <laughs> Because <laughs> you really hammered on whiskey. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so and Steve, I was like, right, we're going to drop you off. You're going to be okay. Like, do you know what room you're in and all this? So, as he's throwing like coins everywhere, I'm like, explain to him he's going to be all right and where to take him. And he's like, thanks, party mom. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, because I'm looking after him and taking him home. And then just stuck. Because then my oh, friend started yeah. calling me. And then it was just like a thing for the weekend. And he never even made it to his room. John found him just asleep in the hallway. Wow. Later, like 4 a.m., I was like, come on, we're off. But they made yeah. it to the festival, and they played it, and they didn't miss out on a few hundred quid or grand or whatever. Because I went and found Steve. So, yeah, Steve just started calling me and it just stuck.
1: Because
0: he's, and people think I'm a mum. Like they think that I'm like, um yeah. oh, I'm just a mum that likes, you know, likes a bit of wine yeah, yeah. or something. Yeah.
1: Like,
0: <laughs> no, it's because I in, in situations like that, I, it just falls to me to look after people.
1: Yeah. Well, you definitely got a good, a good uh, name. So yeah, I'm glad. That I hope
0: know. so. Well, yeah, it's snappy, isn't it?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or people might be like a little bit intrigued by it. Cause that's the thing with podcasts. They either, their names tend to be really literal and a bit more, yeah. or they're not really to do. They don't really tell you what the podcast is about, but I feel like uh-huh. once you've listened to one or two, like you, that doesn't really matter. Like people know. Yeah. I wasn't two, wasn't two
1: well i'm glad i got to be on it because i'm excited i was like once i saw john too i was like oh yeah she's gonna like get all the all the homies on it
0: there we go there you have it there is part two of two with justin pearson did you enjoy that i enjoyed that i had a lovely talk thank you so much to justin for doing that with me uh it was great uh i just want to see everybody now catching up with all his old mates. It's been really nice. Um, Thanks to everybody that's listening so far. Don't forget to give us a follow on Instagram at party underscore mom underscore pod. Uh, Tell us what you think over there. And also, if you're an Apple, you can leave the star reviews. Uh, You can like and subscribe everywhere, share. All that stuff is great and uh, is really, really appreciated. So yeah, I will see you next week with another really, great guest can't wait to tell you about who it is uh so yeah stay safe everybody